the volume. Hump day on a Wednesday, and I'm feeling all kinds of jacked up. Sports gambling with Moneyline Monaco. I am one sleep away from Viva Las Vegas Volume Sports Edition. I will be live on the Las Vegas Strip outside of MGM doing a very, now that it's out there, exclusive interview with the one, the only, Drew McIntyre of the WWE. Hopped up, jacked up, ready to freaking dance. And I will be on Saturday covering the event WWE SummerSlam. Is it kosher to set up some lines? Because I'm ready to fire Bobby Lashley. I saw what Goldberg did here this week. We're everywhere. So look out for that. And in the interest of a Friday special edition show, I'm going to have to sprinkle already on a Wednesday for some Sunday soccer. A little matinee English Premier League. FanDuel same game parlay. Also, before preseason game two gets underway, I have two wonderful, I think, absolute W's for us. Little bit of jangle juice. You're going to have to swallow up. They're in the minus. They're not a plus. But they should cash. One of them should cash by week one. And it's a fun little which quarterback is going to win the battle for starter in a team that has, just a little blues clue for you, won a Super Bowl in the last 10 years. Without further ado, though, if you enjoy the program, please subscribe, rate, review. We are two wins for every one minus yesterday on Action Network. Hitting, batting, almost plus nine units, 24 and 10 over my last 34 before the Padres and Phillies swift kick to the midsection. We were hitting in the 70th percentile. Won't continue. I'm just saying I can get hot at the roulette table. And when I get hot, Jerry, you want to ride me. We're getting ready, revved up for an NFL season. So let's get into it. Our lock of the day, shall we? Let's mingle. I am absolutely, absolutely firing on this. It is such a lock of the day. If it isn't, Santa Claus isn't real. The Los Angeles Rams barely talked about him and all of this NFL futures picks, which I will do an episode where I wrap up and hold myself accountable on all of these futures because I'm going to Vegas. And we're taking out a little piggy bank shekels to fire on these because this is the perfect time to do so. And my lock of the day, in which I will absolutely fire on the LA Rams to make the playoffs at minus 178, coming off a 10-win, 6-loss season last year with a far less talented quarterback. I'm sorry, Jared Goff. I hate to step on your Detroit malice in the palace, a must-watch on Netflix, great. But you go to Detroit and you Blake Griffin lose every endorsement, do I dare say. And we're inheriting for the LA Rams, a quarterback who threw for over 4,000 yards last year, 26 tugs, only 10 mistakes. This man 
has been to the playoffs before. This man has been waiting, waiting ever so patiently for stability. Because when you play for the Detroit Lions, you do wild things like leave your prime, a la Barry Sanders and Megatron. It happens. But to Matt Stafford's credit, since 2009, he hung in there, and the guy's got grit, the guy's got dog, and the guy is an absolute talent. You pair him with an offensive mind and genius, some would call him, in Sean McVay, new stadium, new slate, and most importantly, because I'm a big NFL defense wins championships kind of guy. We have the number one defense in the NFL. Let all of these stats dive right into your gambling noggin. We're talking about one of only two teams to hold opponents to under 19 points. The Ravens were second. I'm on them. I'm also on the Rams. 18.5 points per game. Very first in the least amount of points you want to dance with Aaron Donald up front, you're going to have real 99 problems, and we're not talking about AD in the stands. They gave up the least amount of yards. The only team to hold opponents to under 300 yards total. That equates to a top passing game, 190.7 yards per game. Think about that. What Aaron Rodgers has done with 48 touchdowns, what Brady has done in this league, what Mahomes has done, all of these offensive juggernauts, and you're going against the Rams pasty and then not even statistically through 16 games last year, letting you get 200 yards. And they darn sure ain't letting you get 100 on the ground rushing. Look, it's a very simple formula. Best defensive player in the NFL, Aaron Donald. I dare you to tell me otherwise. Top five, arguably top three corner in Jalen. Shut it down, Ramsey. And they have support around him, I believe, in this defense. Multiple players across the board. Leonard Floyd, you gotta love it. Jordan Fuller and Taylor Rapp. Decent safeties, absolutely. But for me, it's knowing what Aaron Donald has done. Knowing that this is a 99 in Madden overall on the interior and the defense. And let's not act like Cooper Cup, Bobby Woods, and Tyler Higby ain't nothing to sniff about for Matty Stafford weapons. It's going to be an NFC West that probably has three teams make the playoffs. I'm actually lowest, believe it or not, of the three Probably on this Rams team, believe it or not, because I have Seattle on value winning the division, which may be outrageous because I had Shanahan winning coach of the year, but there's room with an extra wild card for everybody to have a ball. And if you look at the NFC, if you give the Packers the North, if you give no one having a better record than those three in the NFC West, I just alluded to in the NFC East, and then you say to yourself, It's Tommy Tampa's freaking division in the South and ain't nobody else more than likely going to make the playoffs. In my humble opinion, sorry, Sam, Darnold and Cowards. Guy, I just see it very crystal. And I don't know that the Rams will win the division. But you look at it because the Seahawks have the easiest schedule 
Rams have the 12th most difficult. I don't love it. But I do love the number one defense getting almost every player back. I know they say goodbye to a couple pieces, but ultimately their core one-two punch is there, and there is no other one-two tandem defensively to fear in the entire NFL. And if you know, and I've had Jeff Schwartz on the program, I've had a Gronkowski on the program, they have both told me, they have both implored, that the game is won and lost in the trenches. Andrew Whitworth protecting Matty Stafford. Shawnee McVay on his Madden 2022 play calling. He doesn't have a guy in Jared Goff who will drive you nuts. I'm right down the street from L.A. I know that this squad has been frustrated year after year after year with Jared Goff. He's gone. They got a guy who needs to win now in his early 30s. He happens to be the same age as Magic Johnson's number. Gotta love that, Juju. I love the fact that they're refinally opening SoFi. For fans, there's a lot to look at momentous-wise. I mean, you want to know how mediocre Jared Goff was? The Lions have more points per game and more passing yards per game. The Lions last year under Matty Stafford put the team on his back, though than this offensive machine that has stability under Sean McVay. So I will take the Rams at minus 178. 178 down to win a hundred back, my fine degenerate friends. Lock of the day. Sha-wing! Let's keep it moving. All right, we're going right to our cheeky degenerate special, a little degenerate parlay. It's an SGP on FanDuel. You know it is the same game parlay, and the Chelsea Blues were kind to me last Sunday, so I will absolutely dance on them again. Going against Arsenal, it's a London rivalry. You know it as an all-time classic, and I will take Chelsea minus 130 on the money line. The under at 3.5 goals to give us plus money at just under 140. I was marinating on both teams to score. I can't do it. Not when an Arsenal team that most likely will not have Obama Yang, will not have Lacazette, and barely, barely reminded us that they have any offense against a team that was waiting to dance against them in Brentford, who got the bump up from the England Championship League. For 74 years. Over two and a half times my lifetime the last time Brentford was waiting to dance. And Arsenal, I mean no offense. I know they put up shots. Did they put up shots on target? Not enough to my liking against a team that's truly inferior. And this rivalry, I will say, Arsenal swept them last year. This game is also not in Stamford Bridge. So I don't love that Chelsea has to travel. But they haven't been swept by Arsenal, Chelsea that is, since freaking 2004. 2003-2004 is the last time they were swept. It's called a double in the world of England. Arsenal has 79 wins, Chelsea has 65, they have 59 draws. There's a world where the both teams to score might be more tasty for you as I talk this out. But a team that gave up three shots and two goals last week against a squad that I know a guy named Tony, but do you know a guy named Tony on Brentford? I'm just saying, Lukaku's supposed to dance. Marcus Alonso and Christian, our American boy, all but cast in the first half. Chelsea won easily against Palace last week, and they look like they didn't skip a freaking Tom Hanks and big tap on the keyboard beat. 
A team that had 13 shots on goal, 62% possession last week is coming off a year where now they, with a shutout of Palace, have 13 clean sheets in their last 21 Premier League games under our boy Thomas Tuchel. I mean, honestly, Mendy, a sensational keeper, a long lad. It's a defensive backfield that is menacing. It is a FIFA gorgeous formation. They play a holding pattern. They play defense to play offense. Any right for the cherry on top? Romelu Lukaku makes his return. I believe we have read correctly. Will be making. He was cleared to practice yesterday, Tuesday, August 17th to play this coming Sunday. I think there's a couple things to factor in here. It's a significantly better defense in Chelsea than Arsenal at the moment. Leaky defense last weekend, last Friday, I should say, against Brentford. You have unequivocally a better offense, a team that controls possession, a team that has six guys. Shout out Jorginho, who can put one in the back of the net. That's the scary thing here. And I just read you the stat. They don't give up goals. They don't give them up easy. Is there a World War II-1 Chelsea happens? Yes, but we still cash. I saw nothing. And Arsenal may be like betting on the Chargers or the Dolphins. Some team that'll just make you pull out your freaking fro when you're betting on them. They go awful. They're now sitting in the bottom of the English Premier League at their goal differential and the fact that they didn't score. Awful. I will not. Go with the men in black little laser where we... And I forget everything. I'm going to remember all of it. All of what Brentford did last week to Arsenal. Take it into the fact that I won on Chelsea. Take it into the fact that we get plus money on this parlay. And I will fire on a team that's 4-0-1 in their last five. And Arsenal, yes, they won two in a row. But they're only 4-3-3 in their last 10 against Chelsea. So, some would argue both teams could score... They don't have Obama, Yang, and Lacazette. I'm sorry. If they did, I'd probably be capping it differently. This is what we're doing. Capiz, comprende, same game parlay, fan duel. You know the drill. English Premier League, toggle over, same game parlay. Make sure you click more wagers under the line. That's how you get to this, and we're good to go. That's our degenerate special. Hey, 5-1. and one. By the way, I'll end this segment to start the English Premier League on picks. Boxing legend Manny Pacquiao returns to the ring this Saturday for the first time in two years. And FanDuel Sportsbook is giving new customers exclusive 30 to 1 odds on either fighter to win when he takes on your Dennis Ugas. That's right. Now is the perfect time to give FanDuel a shot because you can win $150 on a 5 dollar bet. FanDuel is always hooking you up with exclusive odd boosts, great promotions, and so much more. That's why they're America's number one sports book. So don't miss out on your chance to win 150 bucks on a $5 bet when Manny Pacquiao returns to the ring against your Dennis Ugas. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up with promo code MONACO to get in on the action. That's promo code MONACO. Disclaimer. 
must be 21 plus and present in Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, Virginia, or West Virginia. Odds boost available for new users only. Must wager on designated boost market. $10 first deposit required. Max bonus $150. Risk-free bet refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max refund $10. Restrictions apply. See full terms for both offers at fanduel.com forward slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700-Colorado. 1-800-9-WITH-IT-INDIANA. 1-800-GAMBLER, New Jersey, Virginia, or visit www.1800gambler.net, West Virginia. We're going prop shopping. I'll keep it short. I'll keep it sweet. You lock it up. No, you lock it up. No, you finch fun. Lock it up. I got a fun one for you. It's under the NFL section. I cannot believe it. We get to choose... Which player is going to be the starter? Drew Locke at minus 160 or Teddy Bridge over a little bit of trouble water at plus 125? I got to dance. I got to sprinkle some breakfast money on our boy, Drew. I believe in him. Let's start with the fact that he was a gorgeous 5 for 7 for 151 yards, 2 tugs, no turnovers, 153.3 QBR rating against the Vikings. Oh, by the way, the largest margin of victory of any team of any moment in the first week of the preseason. I am always looking for a little quantitative and qualitative. And my boy Coward had on Mark Schlereth, also known as Stink, Former Bronco does Bronco morning radio. I got a quote for you as of yesterday in lieu of Drew Locke and the quarterback situation. Quote, you look at the way he played. He almost put the knockout punch. Teddy just came in after and was just steady Eddie. This competition has been the best thing for him. End quote. That being Drew Locke. Coming off a 23 touchdown, 18 interception, just under 80 QBR a year. Guy threw for just under 240 yards per game last year. Not ideal. But I'll also tell you this. The Panthers, they only averaged 1.5 more points than these Denver Broncos. There's a reason Matt Rule moved off of Teddy Bridge, who I thought played halfway decent last year. But this is where you have a little bit of a few-step lead in this horse race. Drew Locke's been here for two years. He was drafted in the first round. He is a John Elway handpicked product. Vic Fangio hasn't even won a freaking game in September. So they're going to go one of two trains of thought. And I got to be honest, the way Stinks talk in Schlereth, the way we're looking at the freaking FanDuel board right now, all signs are pointing to Drew Locke's spot to lose, not Teddy Bridges to win. I'm not saying Teddy Bridgewater isn't a better playmaker than Drew Locke, but you also listen to the rest of this interview. Go to The Herd on YouTube. Schlera talks about Drew like a guy who can make all the plays. All the plays. In fact, he said there's little argument Locke has a better arm. He has better big play capability and actually a longer potential future. Obviously, Teddy's been through the ringer with injuries. The only knock he said going around campus is that it's a third-year quarterback's turnovers that is his downfall. 18 interceptions will get you a backup Shane Falco role every time. I'm going to go 
I feel really good about. I watched Drew Locke. I mean, guy hit an 80-yard bomb. I know everyone can make that throw in Madden. Drew Locke still made it. Teddy Bridge came in, and and like Mark said, he just kind of danced. He didn't do anything too spectacular. Look, Teddy Bridgewater is kind of a game manager with above-average athleticism. Is kind of how I, I view Teddy Bridgewater in one sentence. Drew Locke, he does have a big arm. He's had these weird fourth quarter resurgences last year where it makes you feel like he might have a little bit of Fitzmagic. And you look at, obviously, Fangio being a defensive coach. They are a defense-to-play-offense organization. They really always have been outside of the Elway era where he willed them to victory. And that is the recipe for the Denver Broncos. So they're not going to need Drew Locke to play out of his mind in this offensive system that has stars... You know, between Melvin Gordon, Jerry Judy, Noah Font, I mean, there's some serious, serious Cortland Sutton talent on this team. I think it's Drew Locke's spot to lose. I just, I listened to that interview. I saw what I saw against the Vikings, and I feel they're going to start with Drew Locke. If he starts out 1-3, then they go with Bridgewater. You got to. It's just like, a, it's almost a baseball-type pride. You bring in one guy, but you didn't draft him. You almost just out of male ego pride. This could be even a ridiculous angle, but rock with me. Say to yourself, we invested in him. Let's just freaking play this out. Let's see what happens if the rest of the movie's better than the first half. So you lock it up. I lock it up. Drew Locke, minus 160, laying 160 down to win 100 back on him being the starting quarterback. And that will cash by September 9th when the season begins. But you got to fire it now. If you don't fire it by the time the second preseason games roll around, odds are going to change. So in conclusion, I'll take the Rams to make the playoffs. I will take Chelsea in a same-game parlay in the under a 3.5. Plus money against Arsenal. Let's hope my both teams to score in the under don't come back to freaking bad beat. Scotty Van, bite me! And we're taking advantage of an Arsenal team that's not at full strength. And we're going on a motion with Lukaku back in blue. And I'll wrap with Drew Locke over. Teddy Bridge, I love him, but I love Drew to start the season. I'm an AFC West guy, I know it well. I just think he proved it's his spot to lose. It was that convincing of a performance against Minnesota. And again, three years on campus, transfer. This isn't Friday Night Lights on NBC. All right, this is real life. We got families to feed. We got jobs to make happen. They got to see if this guy can be a franchise quarterback. It's now or never. Thank you for tuning in. Next time you listen to me, you'll hear me live on the Las Vegas Strip. And I can't freaking wait. Going to be posting some pics. Going to be posting some slips. And don't forget to check out all things volume sports. Shout out the Brums on the ones and twos. That's it for me. Make sure to hug your mom. Top time. volume.